turns completely white yeah that's weird i don't know why it would be white like i mean i've i've had like dirty windshields where it was like it just looked like really streaky and dirty and you know then it gets like really blurry when the sun hits it yeah it's kind it's like that but to an extreme like when the sun hits it the blurriness is so intense that like the whole the whole thing is white like it's it's refracting the light you probably need to at least clean the inside of the windshield hit it with some window cleaner yeah yeah i'm gonna do that because it was scary i don't want to get in a car accident on my way to work no yeah i saw this movie one time where i forget which movie it was but they were like driving a car down the street and like a raven or something or like a crow hits right on the the center like it like sticks into the car windshield in the road and it's like a jump scare and then they like swerve off the road (laughs) and it you know what's really funny is like the first time i saw that i was seeing it with like i think two people and i was like 16 at the time and they they had like they like screamed super loud at that part and i just started laughing because i was like oh my god like that was just a bird like <laughs> it wasn't even meant to be scary i'm like that could just happen to you maybe that's what makes it scary is it could just happen to you you know it's not like a fantasy yeah <clears throat> do, do you think you can find it if you just search like um, crow through a windshield crow through uh it's probably gonna be something really really lame Crow through a wind. Yeah, I mean, shield. knowing you, yeah, it'll Horror probably be movie. I'm gonna guess this was like 2000. Uh, five iconic bird scenes in horror. Uh, it's probably not that. That would probably be actually good movies. I man, I want. I, want, I don't. I don't think it was the Omen. It was something like that. Hmm. Um, Have you ever seen The Birds, the Alfred Hitchcock movie? No, but that just came up on this search, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, that's what reminded me of it. Oh, The um, Birds. I have seen clips of it, but I've never watched the full movie, no. 1963? Holy crap. Yeah. Most of his Most of his movies are in black and white. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen The Birds. It's, it's all right. Like, it... I don't know. The plot's like pretty flimsy. Like it's literally just like these two people are trapped in their house because there's so many birds outside and they start trying to like attack the house and trying to get in and stuff. Yeah. It's, I don't know. And then the ending's pretty anticlimactic. So, but you know, it's just an old movie. So it's, you know, they don't hold up very well. That reminds me of like, um, like the birds are like, well, basically, I'm thinking of, like, that movie, like, Fog or Mist or something. And then, like, you, they everybody they couldn't go outside because they couldn't go into the mist. Mm. And it's like the mist was the birds. Birds are, like, more comical, though. Yeah, I'm not Didn't they, like, the CGI, mist. like, the birds on the screen? What was that movie? It was, like, it was like a really low-budget horror movie. And it was, like, one of those, like, it's so bad, it's good things. Like, one of those ironic, like... Yeah, yeah. Um, well, since we're already getting into it, we're talking about some horror classics today on PayPal. Also, search for yeah, the podcast where we uh, answer the latest greatest questions by searching the internet. And yeah, yeah 
we, or we in, watched... today, in today's case, we're searching for some horror movies because, you know, we're in the spirit of the Halloween season. You know, the weather's getting a One little of my cold. favorite seasons. The leaves are changing colors we on the trees. Rake and... the lawn. Yeah, if you have a lawn. That's true. Rake the sidewalk, I guess. Oh, maybe they don't even have trees. We don't even know that. Who knows? But. You know, we got into some horror movies over the last couple weeks, and we figured we would talk about it just to help everyone else get into the into the spirit of the season. Maybe you are looking for some good suggestions of horror movies, and you know, we we mostly tried to find ones that were free, but I did end up renting a couple last night. But we'll get into that. But uh, what's the movie? The CGI birds. Oh, it was a uh, CGI. Bird. It, I want It's. I feel like it's a stupid like uh, shark nado type thing. Bird nado. Uh, CGI birds horror movie. Maybe maybe that'll get it. You never know. Birdemic, yeah, Birdemic, oh shock and terror. Oh, it's on Tubi. <laughs> yeah, it's. Oh, it's crap, dude. We should have watched this one for the podcast. Oh, here you go. A, a sexy lingerie model and a successful software salesman go on a weekend getaway to a quaint northern California town. But then I guess the birds attack. Got a uh, 1.8 out of 10. That's a, on IMDb. 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and then Google <laughs> users, only 22% like the movie. Yeah, so... Not even the fans like the oh movie. Oh, my God. The fucking, like... Oh, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> CGI birds, like, flying at the screen. Oh, man. I kind of want to watch that. It, I've, I've seen clips from it, and it's, it does look funny, but it was supposed to be a serious horror film. <laughs> There's another movie that was called Flu Birds. Flu Birds? Oh, yeah. That's kind of oh like... Oh, my God. It's like the birds have COVID. They're coming at us from the sky. The tagline is, if they fly, you die. Oh, what? So, like, like if they're flying above you, like, their feathers are, like, wafting the flu yeah, virus like the, at you? like that guy uh, on My Hero Academia, Hawks. Yeah. Hawks? He, like, shoots those feathers out. Yeah, and... yeah, except the feathers have COVID. And yeah. Like the, yeah. COVID birds coming to theaters near you, 2021. You're, like, trying to avoid, like, bird feces and, like, feathers falling. No, no, here's what you call it. Crovids. Oh, C-R-O-W. My. You just made it, man. We gotta Crovids. make it. You think we can have this done before the end of the Halloween Crovids season? 19. Crovids. Crovids 19? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that we sounds do great. It. Yeah. It'll be pretty low budget. Probably. We'll just use, it, like... It'll look just like this. Like, well, we can just We can just get, like, magazines and cut out pictures of birds and, like... And just yeah, do it like, like South Park style, like have move them the wing up and down, flowing through the air. Yep. Yeah, paper cutout style animation. That is, that's some intense stuff. I don't, I don't see how they make those episodes so quickly. One a week, man. Yeah, I don't know if they do it like that anymore, but I, I doubt it. But they did originally. They did. Yeah, I think like around season like eight or nine i think they were doing it like that and they made that little like 30 minute documentary about it yeah but that's not scary at all i I don't think south park did south i'm I'm sure they had halloween episodes yeah they did like every year yeah i didn't i never watched any of those i don't think what yeah man i never watched south park around halloween i've seen all of them because i've literally seen every episode of south park that's 
That's up, intense. Man. Up until the current season, like I haven't seen the new one. Yeah. Apparently, the new one it's all about like the pandemic and shit. What else are they gonna do? It. I know. I'm it's a like, show that they make based on what's going on in real life. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. It's gonna definitely bring some humor to the dour situation yeah the dour what eight month long situation now speaking of dour situations ryan yeah yeah. the first movie that i watched and i believe the first movie that you watched oh yeah to get into the spirit is a little movie from was like the early 80s i think i think it was yeah called chopping mall (laughs) chopping mall yeah and it's it's it sounds in premise like a bad idea but <laughs> no actually the premise could be good but the yeah. way they executed it is awful i don't know yeah that's true it's from 1986 and the short synopsis is these are three malfunctioning security droids terrorize a group of teenager lo- teenagers locked inside a shopping mall and one of those teenagers is constantly chewing gum <laughs> through the whole movie it's so yeah. disgusting he's like hey so uh yeah we're gonna gotta get away from these robots yeah. actually no i mean it's not the whole movie because yeah, yeah. he was the first one to die spoilers yeah. it was good though because after he died there was no more chewing noise in your ear yeah i was glad that they killed him first but yeah. i don't know you can imagine that you could make this movie badass like imagine like i robot oh meets yeah. fucking like dawn of the dead where they're sh- uh, you know trapped in the mall but then there's like sophisticated ai robots yeah and they're just like hunting you because these think- robots were just like they look like wall e yeah they really do they, they had like tank treads and they were so fucking loud that it made them like not intimidating they were all slow and like and then they had they were like, not properly engineered either. Like they looked like they were all glued together. You know what I mean? Like it didn't look convincing as like it's no. like these weren't even made of real metal. I mean, I feel like in 1986 when it was made, it wouldn't have been convincing to anyone because no, it looked like an There's RC no car with a fucking giant Wally attached to the top of it, and it was just like intruder. Yeah, and then like so stereotypical. For whatever reason, you could have made this robot have any type of weapon that was like a practical effect, and it would have been fucking badass. Like, I think maybe it had like a little like claw thing that extended out, and it like killed at least one person like oh, that. Didn't it have like wires that came out of it and electrocuted something? I think, right? I don't know. I can't remember that specifically, but I know that it did have fucking lasers. Laser beams. Yeah. Which was like, oh, why man, would I you had d- that written down too? If you made it shoot fucking like table saw blades out that would be way more badass well and here's what okay and here's what the, is ridiculous about the laser beams laser beams are a one-hit kill we know this like if you got shot with a laser you're dead and yeah. the girl's running away from the laser beams and she gets hit by them and just keeps running like well that's another she, thing, like trips like... and then she's like oh i'm fine i just got seared through my skin and yeah but also wouldn't you think that like if it's a robot, it would be accurate every time. Yeah. But it was like shooting like was Star Wars dozens thing. of it, shots that were missing. It was, it was being a stormtrooper. Yeah, but stormtroopers have human error. Like a yeah. robot should be deadly accurate every time because it's a fucking robot. 
That's true. That's like shooting a laser well, they guided were, missile. They were like the Mark One. Like this was the first trial run of these robots, so it's not like they were they were ready yet for you know like you like purchasing. Like yeah. you couldn't just buy them for your mall. The like the owner of the mall, he was like so proud when he was like unveiling them at the ceremony oh, in the yeah. mall. And he like t- like ripped the sheet off of them and everyone was like, "Oh, what the Dude, fuck?" Yeah, they were all like, "What? Who designed these? These don't look these don't look intimidating at all." And here's the funny thing is they actually have like robots like this now. Like they have the maid robots at hotels that like walk around and they'll bring you while well, they roll around and they'll bring you food and they'll like bring you towels and stuff. Yeah, that movie like, I don't know. I thought it was kind of fun. Um, just cause like it was kind of a silly premise and I don't know, I, it, it was definitely like kind of self-aware and it had like plenty of like what were supposed to be comic relief moments. Here's like weir- it was lighthearted, you know? Yeah. It, it, it didn't take itself seriously. Obvi- yeah. It was very obvious, but here's the thing. Like what's weird is although this movie is one of the ones where it should have been really bad, I was out of the ones I watched, it was one of my favorite ones just because I was like, yeah, this is like, it's, it's one of the, it's not, it's so bad. It's good. It's just, it's just bad enough where you're like, wow, they put some effort into this, but they like did a decent job. Yeah. I mean, like it's very low budget and they did good with what they, they had obviously. Yeah. I mean, I obviously I have some gripes with like kind of the the gum chewing the logistics of it yeah and the gum chewing obviously but you know it's like for what it is i think it's fine even though it got 22 percent on metacritic and 50 percent on rotten tomatoes although it did get 89 percent likes of google users so yeah so google there you go um yeah i i don't know like one of the things i said when i was like bringing up horror movies before when we were talking was like there's a lot of campiness to a lot of older horror movies, whereas now it's all about like, like gross musical stuff. stings and, and jump scares, scares and stuff yeah. like. Which they those will get you, man. Musical stings like sometimes get me worse than jump scare moments. Like yeah, if, if it's done well. Well, the kind of musical like swells that I like are when they, um, when they like sw- when they swell up the volume and then it just cuts to like a quiet shot. Like, oh, nothing yeah. actually scary happens, but then it just cuts to, like, some mundane, like, office or something. Yeah, yeah, and then it's, like, yeah, and it's silent, and then it just goes on, and nothing actually happens. Yeah. That's, the, that's horrible, because then the, I next love those. Time, the next time it does it, you're even less aware when yeah. it's going to happen, because it, you're like, it didn't happen last time. They probably do it purposely to, like, disarm you. Oh, like, yeah, for you sure. Know, unconsciously, but... I don't know. And to get you know get rid of some time on the the runtime of the movie. Ever these movies are pretty simple. Yeah, I mean a lot of the movies I watched were no longer than ninety minutes. Yeah, and uh, we we can rip through some more of them because uh, oh, I watched sure. nine movies at least, and I watched six. And I don't. I think there was overlap, but not a hundred percent. So Did, I think we only watched. Well, we watched chopping. We both watched Chopping Mall. And I know we both watch Hellraiser, and I think that's it. That's true, and I had never seen Hellraiser before. Yeah, I hadn't seen it since I was, like, 15, which back in the day, you know, when I'm, when you're a teenager, Hellraiser's like, oh, fuck, that's fucking badass. And it's kind of badass. Like, 
There's the some pretty the designs of the characters' makeup is badass. The Cenobites, you the mean? Cenobites, yeah, the Cenobites. The though the human characters are just humans, you know. Yeah, but the yeah the Cenobite characters, uh, they're every single design of them is really cool, and the makeup's like solid, man. Oh yeah, I mean all the practical effects in Hellraiser are good because it's uh. What's his name? Clive Barker. He's the director. Clive Barker. And that's just kind of like his style. Um, but the best practical effect in Hellraiser is like um, they're moving. Like this couple is like moving their furniture and stuff into this house that they just got. And apparently the guy's brother Frank used to like live there. And uh, so Frank is like. He was, like, um, captured by the fucking, like, Cenobites because of that cube thing that he bought. And uh, so then the guy's moving a, like, couch up the stairs, and he, like, cuts his hand really deep on a nail that's sticking out of the the framing. Yeah, deep enough where some people would go to the hospital. Yeah. Like, but he's just, like, it's fine. He just, like, wraps it in a towel or something. (laughs) He's just, like, it's all good. And it's, like, a gash that's, like, half of his hand is ripped open. Yeah. And, um, so he, like, loses a significant amount of blood, and it goes all over the attic, uh, floor. And so then Frank's, like, dead spirit, like, uses the blood to, like, re-conjure himself into the physical world. Yeah. And he fucking, like, like, his skeleton, like, morphs from the blood out of the attic floor, and it's fucking disgusting yeah like it's super like goopy and like nasty and chunks are falling off and shit and he's like halfway in the floor and halfway out and he's like pulling himself out and screaming it's a pretty like if you're if you're uh like sensitive to like gore it it might be a little too much for you because there's a lot of gory practical effects in the movie I, but you could watch Chopping Mall. That one didn't have that many gory moments. No, that one was that one that was, was very child. mild. That was yeah, that was kids stuff. Yeah, compared to Hellraiser. Oh yeah, I mean, and the premise of Hellraiser is like pretty adult. Yeah, pretty disturbing as well because it has more to do with like interdimensional beings, you know. So it kind of takes it into a sci-fi realm a little bit. It's interdimensional beings and a drama feature on the side of it is what i would describe hellraiser as yeah there's like an a story and a b story and one's like grounded in reality with that family and yeah but you know if we don't want to spoil too much of it no, but, no, but, that's, but that's, that's that's how i would describe it yeah because I, I wasn't expecting hellraiser to be like have anything that was like a any drama type thing in it but it was like half drama half horror so i also thought it was weird because like even in this description it says it's a 1987 British supernatural horror film written and directed by Clive Barker, which I knew he was British, but like the way, like the fact that they describe it as a, as a British horror movie is funny because all the characters speak like American English. Mm-hmm. Only the woman is British. Remember? Oh yeah. His, his uh, like fiance or his wife, you his know, wife. Yeah. So that was, Barker's directorial debut. Oh, so it was the first. It was the first one that Clive Barker directed. Yeah. Well, he did a good job on that one. I bet the other Hellraisers weren't directed by him because those I've heard are very terrible. 
I don't know. The, first none, one's definitely worth it, though. None Watch of the, that one. None of them are really a, a critical hit, but hell, the original Hellraiser is more of like a cult hit, you know, a cult classic. And yeah, I think the I think the sequels of it are probably pretty pretty well reviled. I mean, I think two and three are on Tubi as well. So if you want to watch the first three, you know, you can go watch them for free. Yeah, just download Tubi to UBI. Not yeah. sponsored content. It's free. This is how. But it, I there was a lot of good stuff on there for free. So I'm not I'm not saying that I don't endorse this. No, yeah, one of the other free movies I watch in there is called Wishmaster, which is also heavy on the practical effects and. I think it's from 1997. Yep, 1997. But there are probably more practical effects in this movie than I've seen in any other movie in my life. Oh, man. I didn't watch this one. Maybe I'll have to go back and watch it. Unfortunately, well, it got 89% likes from the Google users and then 28 on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes uh, isn't going to rank any. Even Halloween is not going to have a high score on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know about that. The, it was directed by Robert Kurtzman. Um, unfortunately, though... Oh, the, it was produced, though, by Wes Craven. I don't think he really worked on it, but he was just like... He was probably, like, the executive producer. Yeah, he was like, I was involved. Because at the beginning, it says Wes Craven Presents, so I think it's just his name is on it. Mm. Um, but, you know, he's famous for um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. And... uh um yeah wishmaster i guess i mean i could see kind of the similarity between him and or the wishmaster with freddy because you know it's kind of like a magical type of power that he has because he's like a he's like a supernatural like ancient deity sort of like a genie but he's he's uh, malevolent you know so Mm mm-hmm yeah, so anytime he grants a wish, things go poorly. Yeah, basically. it's like uh, it's like twisted metal with Calypso. <laughs> twisted metal? You the mean the video game? game? Yeah, man. Have you ever you know the twist? Because that's like a horror game. Oh, that's yeah. like a slasher. It's everything that's like a slasher movie. But yeah, no, like the the main villain in in uh, well, villain or the guy running the tournament for Twisted Metal the. the which is a car game where you battle each other. Like, the cars all have guns on them and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, like, the organizer of the tournament. <laughs> is and... he the clown guy? No, no, that's Sweet Tooth. That's, oh, yeah, that's, Sweet Tooth. Yeah, that's the most famous character, probably, from Twisted Metal. But Yeah. Yeah, that's just one of the racers. But, like, the, the people in the tournament. And then whoever wins the tournament, Calypso, like, has magic powers. He sucks or... him off. Yeah, he sucks him off. <laughs> he gives him the best BJ of their life. He has a magical BJ powers. Yeah, he he grants them whatever their wish is, and every single time they get it, but it's it always it like turns out killing them or like being bad. Uh, classic stuff. Oh yeah, monkey paw. I, I know you had mentioned that. Yeah, I did play Twisted Metal, like the original one for PlayStation One. Twisted Metal Two is the best one i remember that yeah i probably played that one too but then i after that i i didn't play any more of them i remember seeing twisted metal black and being like oh that looks cool yeah i played that one 
Yeah. It was. It wasn't. I. It. I just never liked any of the newer ones as much as I. I liked the old ones. I remember. I always loved being Axel. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. He was like the one car where it was just a guy strapped to two gigantic wheels. Yeah. I I felt like he handled the best. Like you can like really you know move it around. With yeah, him. he was cool because like when you got enough damage, like his arms would like get ripped off and like, really. Yeah, yeah. Like all the cars in that game showed damage as like they were hit more. Yeah, like you had a life bar, but the cars actually like, you know, kind of evolved. Yeah, his when you got like enough damage, his arms would be chopped off because his arms were like strapped into these giant wheels. And yeah. his arms would just be, like, dangling there. Uh, yeah, that's the part I didn't remember. But, I don't know. It was a pretty fun game. Yeah, man. You know, when you said Twisted Metal, though, it made me think of uh, probably one of the most horrific um, PlayStation games was uh, Manhunt. Mm-hmm. That one was really a horrific game. Like, Yeah, that was made to be a horror game. Because it was, like, essentially looked like it was a snuff film and you're basically just going around trying to kill guys before they killed you yeah. and like that you had like different styles of execution like you could like garret somebody to like and asphyxiate them oh yeah but the best one though was like that you would put like a baseball bat like in front of their like neck like in front of their like windpipe and you'd like pull back really hard until they started like fainting and then like they would just be kind of like swaying there down on their knees and then you would take the bat and just wind up and like beat the fuck out of their head and like it like exploded out the front yeah. of their head like that a big a, hole wasn't that game like <laughs> wasn't that game banned in multiple countries because of how disturbing yeah. it was yeah yeah that's an infamous game I've actually I've seen people play it, but I've never played it myself. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. And then they even made a second one that was like more brutal and more realistic. Ew, God. <laughs> that maybe that's the one that got banned. I'm not sure. Oh, I also Rockstar made another game that got banned in a lot of places called Bully. Bully? Oh, Bully got banned. I played yeah. that one. That's a yeah. good game. It was like a Grand Theft Auto clone, but you were at a school and you were the bully at the school. Yeah, it got banned in a lot of places, especially after the, like, anti-bullying campaign started getting really big. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't want... Well, you know, here's the thing. If they do it in a virtual space, it'll get it out of their system, and then they won't do it in real life. They won't just learn from that or anything. Yeah, that's that it's what... okay to do. I've heard that defense a lot of times. So... I actually, I don't know how I feel about it, honestly, like... I guess if a game's rated mature, a kid shouldn't play it. That's I mean, that, that's how I feel. There's millions of people that have played Grand Theft Auto, and they don't go out and steal cars and shoot that's true. hookers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but anyways, let's get back into some movies. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I have like a pretty long... What what What's another movie that you watched? Well, I mean, I was actually thinking, because we were talking about Twisted Metal, and I watched a movie called tetsuo the iron man and this was a, a suggestion from somebody that i work with that does uh that knows quite a bit about movies was and, it japanese tony stark yes oh wait no <laughs> but uh it, <laughs> it is a japanese movie and uh it uh <laughs> it um it's it's a black and white film and i think it's from it was i think it was from the 60s how did you find a way to watch that one? 
it was on um it was on shutter and i downloaded the seven day free trial of shutter to, okay. to watch it uh, i might still do that before the end of the month i would do it i suggest it because there's not like a ton of great stuff on there but if you want to do it for the free trial you can watch quite a few decent horror films the synopsis says a metal fetishist uh driven mad by the maggots wriggling in the wounds he's made to embed metal into his flesh yeah it's a guy's trying to like run, turn himself into a robot runs out into the night and is ex- accidentally run down by a japanese businessman and his girlfriend the pair dispose of the corpse in hopes of quietly moving on with their lives However, the businessman soon finds that he is now plagued by a vicious curse that transforms his flesh into iron. Yeah, so let me explain this a little bit because he, what happens is this is a very dynamic film as in like the camera shots and everything are, it clips so often and it's almost like watching a constant subliminal message. <laughs> like that's the only way I can describe. What do you it. mean they eclipse? Like they, they no, they clip so often between like different shots. Oh, okay. like it's such a fast movie, and all the 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 acting is super expressive. So it's like it's like theatrical acting. That's like overly expressive. It's not realistic at all. So it's like an artistic film. It's a very artistic film. But yeah, the first scene in this, there's a man literally shoving an iron like rod into his own penis. leg yeah into his <laughs> own penis <laughs> and was, it's funny uh, that you mentioned that he was uh wait what he he was sounding <laughs> yeah he was sounding yeah but he was sounding like his leg and it's just like it shows him like you think a lot of like these movies will cut away when it does something really ridiculous but it shows him like stabbing into his own leg and like opening up his whole thigh up and like just opening it and shoving a piece of metal into it. It's in black and white, so like all the blood and stuff, it, it it's like you can't tell what's blood and what's not. You know, it's it's pretty gruesome. But I actually wrote down one of the scenes in this, and it's funny that you mentioned penises um, <laughs> because like I wrote down one. Of I knew scenes. you were gonna. I because you said that there was a moment that you wrote down to remember. And I, for some reason, was thinking it has to do with dicks. Oh, I totally If does. I know Ryan, it has to do with penis. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> and, and, and in this case, it was like so out of nowhere that this happens. I was just like completely confused. So here's what I wrote down after watching uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man. There's literally a part where metal booster jets come out of the back of a man's feet and propel him forward (laughs) down the street in a stop-motion style, followed by a scene where a woman with a giant snake penis bends him over and violates him. During the penetration, the screen flashes to a sign that says, No Entry. (laughs) Classy. Oh, man. The man's penis then turns into a drill. He kills, <laughs> he kills the girl with it. <laughs> Later, he has a tube come out of his mouth, and it shoots some clear fluid into the girl's mouth like a gas pump. And that, that all happens, and it's just, like, flashing Ugh. so fast in between these things. <laughs> That's and, so funny. And it, I, I was like, dude, you do not want to watch this movie on drugs. Or maybe you do. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's one of the most disturbing things I think I've ever seen. Honestly. But it's... It was entertaining. Like, it had me hooked the entire time, even though half the time I had no idea what was going on. (laughs) That's good, though. I mean, I like movies that are confusing like that. I've seen a couple... 
that are kind of like that. Like one, I saw one movie. Uh, I think it's a French movie called The Void or Enter the Void, and it was kind of like art, like artistically shot, and like there was a lot of like David Lynch esque type of like, um, like establishing shots and stuff, and like random like you know random like uh shots of different objects and you know just like random shots of of like stuff outside and on the street yeah but uh is this a japanese movie yeah yeah it's not in english um i think there's a japanese movie uh that i've seen called um ichi the killer ichi the killer and that movie is fucking amazing like that one's a straight like that's as classic of a of a slasher movie that you can think of. This? Yeah. Oh. Is it or is it Korean? I I can't remember. Um I don't think it says. English, oh, it, Japanese, Can, Cantonese. So okay. Well, those are the languages. Yeah. yeah. It's so so it is Japanese, but it is so fucking gory. Like do you remember the scene in Kill Bill when she fought the crazy 88? Yeah. And it was just like nonstop, like blood flying <laughs> like around the room around, the whole time. Yeah. That's basically this movie, but the whole time. Wow. Like it's just so many deaths. So is, if you. Is it like the super unrealistic blood where like it cuts and it shoots out yeah, like a tube? Yeah. It like sprays like yeah, fucking sprays Army out. of Darkness style. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite, though. <laughs> Army of Darkness, oh, yeah. too. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that the shooting blood, which actually is a lot more like realistic than the blood just kind of like oozing out. Yeah, like a lot of the times your blood would spray out. Like if you've ever watched like Dexter, yeah, they they talk about like blood spat, uh, you know, blood spatter like patternations and stuff. So. It does spray to some extent, depending on the wound. You but need a good like uh, balance between spray and gush. To it have seems a like good blood effect. When you're talking about blades, they always like make it like shoot out more. Yeah, like that's what they didn't kill Bill. Like I feel like it has something to do with like quick release, like a a quick like clean cut as opposed to like a bullet hole. Or it's something. like the pressure from the ve- the arteries or the veins that are being severed. It explodes out, and that like what that's what causes the the squirting. Yeah, but I love Ichi the Killer. Like, <clears throat> I thought about that when you were when you were talking about the Iron Man movie. Does he kill anyone with his giant robot? No, it's penis? it's really not like an artistic film. Oh, it's okay. more shot like more classic. Uh, yeah, more classic uh, relative to slasher movies. I mean. It inherently has a little bit more of a different aesthetic because it's a, a Japanese, you know, like um, crew that made the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like different countries, they always have their own kind of like feel. Yeah, that's you know inherently like not American feeling. So yeah, it does have like its own vibe. Japanese but... movies are usually like more quick cut, like they because like if you think about like Old Boy. Oh, that's a good one. That's that, Korean, though, right? Oh, that's Korean. That movie did remind me of Tetsuo, like, in the way it's shot, kind of. But Tetsuo's on a different level from Old Boy, though. Like, that one's crazy. Old Boy's another good one, but that's not that's not really a horror film, so... Old Boy? Yeah. It's kind of creepy, though. Like, it's, it's definitely... It's got a disturbing story, but yeah. I wouldn't call it horror. 
No, I wouldn't say that that's a necessarily an October film. But Ichi the Killer, man, everyone should watch that. I haven't seen that. I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch that one. Um, you can, <clears throat> I like the cover art because it doesn't look inherently scary. Like it almost looks like a little bit. It, it's kind of funny looking. He has like a slash that like goes between like from one side of his mouth to the other. Yeah, if I saw this guy like at a bar, I'd be like, "That guy fucks." <laughs> you would probably think that, yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, when you were talking about the um Iron Man movie, I also thought of another movie that I <laughs> forgot to put in my list. So I actually watched ten movies. And like the last two weeks, that's crazy. the yeah. The one that I remembered was uh, Reanimator, and th- oh, I've never even heard of that. I've heard of it, and that's why I watched it because I was like, oh, it must be like a quintessential horror movie. Oh, that's got high review on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety three percent. Really? Dang. Holy shit! I wonder if that's going to be higher than Halloween. Oh, it's we based. Should, we should compare everything to Halloween. It's based on a H.P. Lovecraft story. I think that's probably oh, okay. why I've heard of it. That's probably why it's good too. Yeah, it's from 1985. It's it's kind of a it's kind of like a a type of a Frankenstein type of story. You know, he's this guy. that's like a scientist, and he's trying to figure out how to bring people back from the dead, and some real zany things ensue, like uh. He kills his roommate's cat (laughs) just so he can experiment on it. Oh, really? Oh, it wasn't by accident? No, he did it so he could try out his, like, reanimation serum. Man, this guy's a monster. (laughs) It was pretty cool. I would say that's, like, I don't know. I feel like it it probably had a higher budget. And this one was probably one of the longest ones I watched at an hour 44, uh, but not the longest. Because the longest one that I watched was my favorite one. Yeah. And it was actually one of, like, an artistic type of film. It's called Suspiria. Ooh. I don't even know what that could be based on the title. Unless it was... Unless that's the name of a place. Is it... It's not the new one. It's from, like, 1978, I think. Ah, so there is a new one that's from 2018. Damn. Suspiria 1978. Oh, okay. It's got its own little blurb up here. Oh, yeah. It's Italian because Dario Argento made it. Gotcha. So, Suspiria, Italian supernatural horror film directed by Dario Argento, who co wrote the screenplay with Daria Nicolodi, partially based on Thomas de Quincey's 1845 essay, Suspiria de Profundis. It has become a cult classic and is recognized as an influential film in the horror genre. Oh, I was right. It was 1978. Yeah, it's... Oh, man. It's so fucking creepy because of, like... uh, Like, the environments and the lighting. Like, they use a lot of, like, colored lighting to, like, create different atmospheres. It's fucking creepy. What's the what's the, like the plot though? Like, what is why is it called Suspiria? Oh, uh, it's like a it's like a um, it's like a ballet troupe, and they like live in this giant mansion, oh, and like murders keep happening, and they don't know like how it's happening. 
Man, just looking at the, the <laughs> pictures of this, I'm like, wow, this is like an art. Like, I like the color schemes they've got going on in here. Like, yeah. This is not like a normal house. Like, No, it's like a big mansion, and it's very, like, Greek-looking. And it's, everything's, well, it's like, Italian blue and looking. pink. Yeah, everything's lit up in blue and pink, and all the walls are, like, red. I would say it has a little element of, like, trippiness. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, kind of thinking about, it. like the symmetry and like quietness of like, like the almost shining. wes anderson no <laughs> well maybe to the extent of like I'm showing ta- I'm, I'm just talking color like it's not as pastel it's like the bright yeah it's not pastel but there's definitely like it's hints neon. of like geometry and shit yeah that's what i was thinking when i thought wes yeah anderson. similar to like how the shining had that yeah. you know like where the kids like riding down the hallways and it just looks like a endless maze of the same thing over yeah, and over something that you might think of when you think alice in wonderland like if if you were like in a house from that world yeah also i think the the main actor she's like pretty hot that's on this in the second image that's that's like the main character i like not too bad to look at <laughs> well and you know that's how it is in most of these movies they always had like a very attractive like female cast that in the eighties for some reason never wore bras. Yeah. Never. Like I I feel like that was like in the contract for the eighties slasher films was, yeah, if you're a woman and you are being hired as an actress on this film, you're not allowed to wear a bra at any moment during filming and like, you would always see their hard nipples. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just so obvious. It's like, Oh my God. Like the, they do they do that on purpose and it's it's just in every single one of them yeah i was actually watching uh last night i watched the original friday the 13th and there was a scene where like the girl's nipples were like really hard <laughs> like uh, very uh erect, erect. <laughs> yeah, yeah under the shirt you know and you could just and, and like i remember she said some line and then i was like and and do you, and look at my hard nipples like I wait really she I, actually pointed it no out. no I said it like oh. after she said her line <laughs> oh like you voiced her line yeah but I was disappointed by that movie yeah well in, I thought I would think it would have a higher score than this but it's sixty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes only six point five out of ten on IMDb like that's that's pretty low like that's way yeah. lower than Suspiria. That was 83. I I just, I, I, I think, like, I thought that I had seen it, but I, don't, I really don't think that I did because, to my surprise, like, Jason isn't even a character in the first one. Like, they mention him, but they he's not, like, he's not a character. So, it's Fri- I'm, I'm wondering if Friday the 13th 2 was when Jason first showed up. Okay, so that's the second entry in the long-running horror series focused on a group of teenagers, uh, would-be counselors converging on Camp Crystal Lake for training under the tutelage of head counselor Paul. Inevitably, Paul relates to the story of Jason Voorhees, a boy who ostensibly drowned at the camp and whose mother murdered a group of counselors in revenge. No one takes the tale seriously until very much alive Jason begins gruesomely eliminating people. Oh, okay. okay so he's so, definitely in the second one. So the first one is you said was about the mom. I don't know if it's his mom. It's uh, some relative because she says her name's like Debbie Voorhees or some shit. And it's like then it, it eventually reveals that she was the one that was murdering people. Oh, yeah. 
Well, yeah, and you know, it, even in the later ones, she's like controlling Jason, like it's like her spirit or something. Like she's like underground and she's dead, but she brings him back and controls him. It's never actually him. It's like she's using him as a puppet. I always remember when I would go to the video store as a little kid, I would see the cover, <clears throat> like I would see the VHS um, box art for Jason Goes to Hell, and there was that weird like <laughs> snaky like maggot type thing crawling through the mask. Yeah. And I always was just thinking like, oh man, that movie's probably badass. Oh dude, here, well, look at this though. Jason that's in the second one is not is not even like the one with the hockey mask. He's got like a bag on his head. Yeah, he looks like uh, the guy from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, so maybe it's number three where the hockey mask is from. Yeah. Okay, so Friday the 13th 3 is the one that of, with the classic Jason you think about. Now, I want to know if it's Friday the 13th 3 has a higher rating on this. No. Oh, 11%. And Ugh, they show his face. Is that... He looks. Oh yeah, that is him. That is him. What the heck? <laughs> well, no wonder it's. He not looks scary. like that that guy from uh, the Goonies. Yeah, like um, Sloth. He looks yeah. exactly like Sloth from the Goonies, and that takes you out of it. It's like if he didn't yeah. have the mask, this that wouldn't be a scary movie at all. Look at this. Hey, you guys. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But okay, so I can't believe it's not until the third one where the hockey mask shows up. I would think that would have been way earlier on since it's so iconic. Yeah. I mean, that's parodied in so many cartoons and, like, in social media, like, in media everywhere. Yeah, they even used it in uh, Ninja Turtles. Like, oh, yeah. What's his name? The uh, Oh, I have no idea. I know The guy that played, about. he was actually a hockey player. The hockey, that's why. Yeah, he, yeah, he's got, like, a hockey I stick. forget his name. He's, like, one of the classic characters, though. Hockey guy. Casey Jones. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Casey Jones. Yep. So what other movies did you watch? Um, I think that Well, I watched I watched Black Christmas. And that was one where I didn't think it was going to be like it was ranked really high, and I was I thought that was weird because I've never heard anyone talk about that one. Cause it's I wouldn't really consider it one of like the classic slasher films that everybody knows about even though it's supposedly one of the best and i thought it was like it was a pretty good movie but um it had absolutely nothing to do with christmas and i was kind of disappointed by that (sighs) because it's called black christmas and yeah it takes place on christmas but it had like the only thing that made anything like christmas related in that movie was that there were like lights on the house and the house was decorated Mm. so it was kind of like how halloween takes place on halloween this is like that but on christmas and it's basically just a group it's like a sorority house and there's all these sorority girls of course that live there and then you know they keep getting like picked off and it's by by and un- Krampus? No, it, it may be Krampus. I don't think it ever shows the Aww. the actual killer. It's kind of like how you were saying in Friday the Thirteenth, where it's you only see like the person's hands POV. This one, you like see the person. You'll see like their eye like creeping through a door, <laughs> or you'll see like you'll see like their hands like doing something. Like if they're going to like stab somebody, you'll see them grab them from behind and stab them. But I don't think it ever shows the actual villain. Mm. And I just watched this like yesterday, so I'm pretty sure I didn't miss that. But um, I'd say that, like, 
it was it may be because i watched it like sixth and after you've watched a few slasher movies you start to be like whoa these are all the same yeah um i mean they're very formulaic yeah for the most part oh there's a black christmas in 2019 i wonder if they remade it (laughs) so oh yeah Sure did. Oh, people really didn't like that one. The remake? As forty four percent of Google users that liked it. Yeah, I um well the original one though. Oh, that's from nineteen seventy four. Yeah, it was old. I it, you know what? For being that old, it's pretty good. I liked I mean I liked the characters for the most part. There were like the classic tropes where like you're like, Why the hell would you go upstairs and trap yourself upstairs? Like when you're running away from something yeah um but yeah uh, <laughs> i would say that black christmas probably don't watch this one unless you've already watched like four or five other ones and you're like man i really want to watch something that's christmas themed it's weird because this one got better critical reviews because this has 7.2 out of 10 on imdb so yeah i mean it's not it's not that it was bad. It just had nothing like I honestly would rather watch Chopping Mall than this. Like I really yeah. would. I enjoyed that movie so much. I more. mean, the way that you described it doesn't definitely does not make me want to watch it at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 not describing it in a very like interesting way, but I if I say like anything that happens, it, it's kind of like a spoiler in that one because it's not tradition. It's not just them running away. There's like a story, and there's like a there's drama in it. There's like oh like the girl gets pregnant and she's like she's like trying to avoid uh talking to her boyfriend about getting an abortion (laughs) like that's like that's what's going on in the background of like this killer that they don't even know is killing people until like halfway through the movie they're just like where is everyone how like i haven't seen this person in like a day like a whole day and they were supposed to be here but they've just disappeared they don't like even question it the first girl that gets killed, like, I feel like they never, they barely even mention her. She just, like, disappears, and she's, like, sitting in the attic, like, a corpse, like, looking out the window. <laughs> and nobody ever finds her or notices her. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Just ignored that one. <laughs> she's just left up there. It's like the police that were searching the house for a murderer never looked in the attic to, and saw, like, a dead corpse that's been sitting there the entire film. <laughs> I would say the most disappointing one that I watched definitely would be Basket Case. Because I've heard, like, I don't know, I've heard, like, every person that likes, like, the horror genre, I've heard everyone, like, mention it, like, oh, Basket Case, like, that's, like, a classic, like, bad, well, you know, it's it's like a B-movie. It's like, yeah, it's like a cult classic B-movie. And I thought it was going to be, like, super violent or gory or something, and it really wasn't, like... The only, like, it really only had one, like, uh, like, one practical effect, and it was, like, this sentient being that was, like, this kid's, like, like, deformed twin brother that was born, like, attached to him. So he had this, like, big, like, head with, like, partially developed hands, like, coming out of the side of his body. And when he was a kid, his dad, like, made a made him like get it detached from him and they just like threw it away in a garbage bag <laughs> like wow and uh <clears throat> but for whatever reason the like deformed twin brother was like still alive after that even though he was in a garbage bag and he like 
telepathically um, communicates with the main character. So the boy knew that his detached twin brother was still alive. Oh, you know what? We I've heard of this before. Like that sounds really familiar. I feel like they've done parodies of stuff like. This. Look at a picture of the practical effect because it looks so fucking dumb. This. Yeah. And he like ke- oh my god. He keeps it in a basket, and basically the creature is like making him, uh, making the boy like take him around to find all the doctors that like surgically removed him so he could like murder them this looks like a derpy version of like <laughs> voldemort on the back of Quirrell's head in harry potter i know you haven't seen that but uh, other that, people will know what that yeah, means that, but it, that's it looks like a really derpy version of that i feel like in a it, basket I, I feel like it looks like if you put slimer from ghostbusters <laughs> yeah. in the microwave <laughs> yeah oh man yeah it really does it's so bad and then like it shows like when it shows that thing getting out of the basket and moving on his own it's like in stop motion because it's just like it's just like a foam figure with like latex paint over it is this really in the movie it's like that yeah it's like that head we're talking about sitting in a toilet yeah because at one point uh that thing like murdered somebody i think and then it like goes to hide in the toilet so it doesn't get discovered what <laughs> oh my and then the boy th- that that kid uh thinks that he like jumped out the window but then it turns out he was in the toilet hiding wow it's fucking stupid wait so does he kill him after like he jumps out of the toilet or is that spoilers we don't want to say what happened kill but, who what do does like when the when the boy is in the bathroom and the monster's hiding in the toilet, does it like jump out of the toilet and kill the boy? Like when he no, no, him? the boy, the boy like takes care of him. Like oh. he's taken care of oh, him his like whole his life. Friend. Oh yeah. Oh right. That's his brother. It's his dead brother. Yeah. Or not dead. His alive brother that's mutated. <laughs> it's so bad. And then that the ending is like, I don't know. The whole movie is fucking absurd, and just the effects are so bad. Like <laughs> it shows him like. You know, like like in like shitty B movies, they'll like throw something to make it look like it's like leaping through the air. Yeah, I'll just kind of like it'll be like it a ragdoll. Yeah, it's like that, and then the person will like catch it and like ah! oh. like flail around. Yeah, it's and legs like, and arms are just flopping. It doesn't even have legs though. Oh yeah, this doesn't. It's just like a head with arms, and it's just it it doesn't even look like it's grabbing them. They're like clearly just like holding it and flailing around, and slowly like a small amount of like blood will like form on their neck, like as if they had like a blood pouch in there, and it's just like leaking. Like you don't even know what got injured. Yeah, it it looks as like as if it's supposed to be biting them, like on their neck, but it's not convincing at all. Well, and its mouth doesn't even move, probably. Yeah, that it's one's facing away from the camera. I mean, if you want to see something that's like bad, it's so bad that it's funny. But to me, I, I didn't even like think it was that funny. I just was like laughing because of how how like little effort they made and put into <laughs> making it look realistic. Well, I mean, these movies are probably pretty low budget, like some of them. Like, I feel like these weren't like these were probably like a make a quick buck in. Um, in October movies, you know, when they all came out. Yeah, probably. But, yeah. Um, I mean, that's what they still do now. Just so we can get through the rest of them, I'll just mention the other ones I watched, which was uh, Children of the Corn, which I had never seen before. That's like a 
Stephen King one. That one's not really a slasher. It's. I mean, no, it is. It, I mean, I, I guess. It but is. there's not there's not like a ton of murder. Yeah. Although the funny thing is like one of the first violent things that happens is a kid gets like ran over by a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, whoa, holy fuck. <laughs> like I wasn't expecting that. Um, but the, the person that plays like the creepy kid with the hat, I think his name's like Jebediah or some shit. Yeah. Like, he's like a preacher. He's really creepy. Apparently it's just some, it was a guy that had that disease where you like age slower. So you're like small and look like boyish. So that person wasn't even played by a kid. That's why he looked so out of place. Yeah, that makes sense. Or Ezekiel. I think that might be his name. Ezekiel. Yeah. Uh, That one was, I don't know. It wasn't bad, but it also like wasn't that scary or anything. Yeah. Did you watch Sleepaway Camp? No. Oh man, because like here's the thing about Sleepaway Camp. That one's a critically acclaimed one as well, and it's honestly, it's really it was a decent movie. Like I enjoyed it. It's just weird because all the people in it. There's like it's one of those movies where it's got children in it, but then there's like adults that are kind of acting as children as well. So it's a little bit weird, and it's it's a it's basically everyone's away at camp and somebody starts you know murdering people kind of typical but here's the thing about it you can tell from the first kill in it that it is gonna be brutal because it's like a chef and this dude's like a complete dude like he's a bad dude you can tell like it it alludes to things <laughs> that he's it alludes to things and you're just like i can't believe it this is even allowed to be in a film like if, i don't know if they get away with this now but um yeah so he gets like a giant pot of like li- like boiling hot water poured on him and then he has all these bubbles and his face is like literally (laughs) bubbling and like gashes are like forming on his face and he's like screaming on the ground and it's like a practical effect so like all these like warts like not warts but like like blisters boils and blisters are all over his face it's disgusting but you can tell from that that it's gonna be it's gonna have some good kills in it which it does (laughs) nice and, and i will say just to make this one quick this movie's worth watching, but it's worth watching just to see like the end of the movie. There's such a disturbing image there where you're just like, and it's recognizable. When I saw it, I was like, oh, I've seen this on the internet. This must be famous. Uh, um, I, I I do intend on watching it. Yeah, the last image in that, like where it's like, you'll know what I mean when you get to it. The last image uh, of the character, it's it's like this so disturbing. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean uh, that one haunted me. Like that's an image that <laughs> just stays in my mind. Like one, like one good point. Like if somebody says there's a lot of good kills in a movie, that's when I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. Yeah, and that's why I like each of them are really the funny. Some of them are funny, but it's like they're uh, almost like juvenile kills. But some of them are look the practical f- effects. Practical effects look like really brutal. So I, I love that. Like Army of Darkness has a lot of like overly dramatized kills, and it's so fucking funny to me. Yeah. My that's, favorite. that's definitely different. It's not gory like that. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I, I like some good kills, and there, there were plenty of good kills in the new version of Halloween, which I rented last night. It's the, I think it's from 2018, but, woo! <laughs> There's parts in the movie that I was actually like holy fuck that's 
this is creepy. Like it was like it gets really intense. Like I, I wasn't scared, but it it really builds and builds to where you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> but uh, it's essentially like, um, like a where are they now type of movie where it's like this is set like forty years after the original Halloween, uh, like the first two movies. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, so like I um, need to I need to get on this one. What's her name? Uh, is it Jamie Lee Curtis? That no, no, no. Wait, uh, who plays Laurie Strode? Uh, um, maybe it is. Yeah, it is Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, she's like playing the same character that she did in the first two movies, and like Michael Myers is like an old man essentially, and uh, yeah, obviously he gets out of prison and uh, goes on a rampage again and surprisingly michael myers one of the first uh people he kills is a little kid really and it's just like oh fuck it went hard with this one yeah and um so that was a little surprising and uh does it just like show it is it like a slash and like blood splatter no i think he uh crushes his windpipe oh okay (laughs) um but there's a lot of good kills in the movie, and uh, so you know that's that makes it worth it. But I don't know; it is really like intense. Like I, I thought it was pretty well done. That definitely makes you. Which one do you like better, the the new Halloween or the original Halloween? Because I definitely uh, want to get to the original Halloween because that's like that's you can't the... you can't beat the classic John Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah, let's see which one. Did it's better. so classic. But the new one was good. I liked it lives up to the reputation of I liked of it just as much as Michael I liked Myers. the Rob Zombie ones. I guess it, But man. the Rob Zombie ones were more like prequels, so very different feelings. Yeah. The original one is from 1978 as well as some of the other movies we mentioned earlier. Oh man, Judy Greer played one of the characters in the new ones and I was just like <gasps> <laughs> I just love Judy Greer so much. And she's, she's in the original Halloween. That's no, no, she wasn't. But oh, I'm just wasn't? saying, she's one of my favorite actors. Man, she's... the Google's wrong. It says that she was in the original Halloween from 1978. I think this is just showing all different people that played in movies called Halloween. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because the Halloween set has like multiple. It's got John Carpenter, Rob Zombie, David Gordon Green. So it's got yeah. all of them. Okay. Uh, I really just want to look at this original Halloween because I did rewatch it and it's good. Now here's the the funny thing because <laughs> yeah. you remembered you remembered Halloween twos two better when we originally like yeah because you I, thought it was in a hospital. Right? I got them confused because then when I watched the this new one, I was like, oh okay, yeah, now I remember the original one mm-hmm. a lot more because it's in. It's based in the same town. Yeah, like, it's in this town, and it's like a suburban neighborhood, kind yeah. of. And there's just two houses across from each other. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the original Halloween got a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes, 87 on Metacritic, and 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. I knew this was going to be the highest one out of everything. Like, pretty much everybody knows that Halloween's the, like the, the quintessential slasher horror film. I also think it came before... Oh, uh, maybe... F- did Friday the Thirteenth also come out in nineteen seventy eight? Because it might have come up come out the same year, but I thought that Halloween was like the original beginnings uh, slasher film, like 
when that became like a, a, a genre. Friday the 13th wasn't until 1980. So okay, yeah. We so, can just type in real quick, quick, what's the original slasher? Because I'm pretty sure it is Halloween. What's the f- what was the first slasher movie? Depends on who you ask, but Bay of Blood, nineteen seventy one, The Texas Chainsaw Ma- Massacre, and Black Christmas, both nineteen seventy four, uh, most often said. Oh, so maybe that's why Black Christmas is so famous because it was one of the originals. Yeah, like as okay, so I, I knowing that now, Black Christmas is definitely a good movie. <laughs> like if it was one of the ones that was first, I, I had just watched so many movies before, and I was just like. Oh, but if Black Christmas paved the way for some of these other movies, I mean, you got to give it credit Although, for that. Although, under people also ask, there's a good point, is Psycho the first slasher film? Because that what? is definitely, uh, you can't call it anything but a slasher film. That's true. And it, it it's definitely probably, like, that one influenced a lot of the other ones. Like, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there's, like, a clear nod to Psycho with the parents that are in the the attic of the the house like yeah. as soon as that happened in the te- texas chainsaw massacre i was like um, i was immediately reminded of psycho so yeah click on that first one that says is psycho the first slasher film psycho arguably the first slasher movie ever made came out in 1960 a halloween uh the death the definitive slasher movie that kicked off the 1980s horror craze associated with the subgenre came out in 1978 yeah, that's okay. the year that, that Halloween came out. Yeah, so, so basically... So it wasn't Psycho, called slasher films until 1978. So Halloween made the essentially pr- made the name slasher popular, but the first slasher movie was technically Psycho, in my opinion. Because now yeah. that you say that, like, Psycho is a, Psycho is a fantastic movie. I thought watching a movie that old would be boring and when i turned it on i was like hooked the entire time mm-hmm. if you've never seen psycho that needs to be a that needs to be an october movie oh movie, yeah for, for sure. sure that's i mean i would say that's probably in the list of like 50 like classic american films like in general yeah yeah i actually saw it because i i watched it in a history of motion pictures classic college so you can tell like it's a very important film and it's good like it's entertaining the whole way through yeah it it's paced out pretty well um also the one other movie i watched that is also paced out pretty well Mm -hmm. even though i wouldn't say it's necessarily a horror movie they definitely do like a couple jump scares in it but it has more of the feeling of have you ever seen a uh ex machina yeah that movie about the guy who's like working on ai robots Mm -hmm. it feels like that but it's essentially just like this guy um hires a photographer to like come and document him um for the day and he tells the guy like uh yeah i I have terminal cancer and they're giving me like three months to live and then he starts having him like following him around and documenting his life so his future son can see what he was like but then you just slowly start realizing that the guy just really wants somebody to be around him because he's like he's like a really fucked up guy like a mentally deranged (laughs) person (laughs) and then so you start but it doesn't like ever overtly like 
I don't know. They just keep dropping more hints that, like, oh, this guy is, like, just manipulating somebody into, like, hanging out with them. And, and he starts getting clingy and be like, oh, why don't you just stay for a drink? Oh, why, you know, why don't you just stay in the night? And, you know, like, stuff like that. And it's just fucking creepy as hell. The movie's called Creep. And, oh, <laughs> good, good title. And I, I don't know. It was kind of amusing. Like, it was just so fucking unsettling. Like... That's why I liked it, but it wasn't inherently, like, a horror movie, because there wasn't, like, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, because there is one, like, violent thing that happens in it, but that... Yeah, we don't want to spoil any of these. But, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Like, you should, like you can go watch that if you like stuff that feels more of that, like, a psychological thriller type, type of vein. Um, but, <clears throat> also, I'd have to be remiss to not talk about the first horror-related thing I watched this month. It's not a movie, though. It, it was one of the newer seasons of American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. I think it's the 10th season. It's called Apocalypse. And that thing was fucking amazing. Like, I, every time I watch another season of American Horror Story, I'm like, fuck, I keep forgetting how amazing this show is. Yeah. I love it so much. Like, I'm about to watch the 80s um, season now. Like, it's... It's like a period thing that's set in. I should go back and watch that too, because we we have a little bit of time left in October here. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch that now that we're not building up a list of horror movies that we've seen, because they're starting to wear a little thin on me, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, all the more, but most of the ones I watched were pretty good, and I mean. Everyone definitely should go watch American Horror Story because if you love horror (laughs) stuff, then you. I don't see how you would not like that show. Yeah, and if you're a weeb, go watch the new season of Higurashi because they <laughs> finally are remaking Higurashi. But it's not a remake; like they changed the they changed the story from the original one. So watch the original one and then watch the the remake that's airing now. Had to slip in a weeb. Yeah, had to right slip it in. I forgot about that. But yeah, is uh, Higurashi like a horror based? show? Yeah, it's a horror show. It's oh. like a psychological horror. Oh. Where there's like a string of murders of all the people in like a small rural rural town, and the main character had just like moved there, and he's like with the police, he's like kind of trying to figure out how it, how things are going down, but it's it's messed up, man. <laughs> that was kind of a bad way to describe it. Like you, <laughs> honestly, I don't even know how to describe it without just you watching it. It's very confusing, but it's like you, it makes you think a lot. So, and as far as horror anime go. There's not one that's better, in my opinion. Nice. I mean, I w- I'd, I'd probably be willing to give it a try just because I like uh, some cartoon violence from time to time. If you watch the original series makes, and you make it to, like, the fifth and sixth episodes, like, that's when you're going to know if that show is for you or not, for sure. Like, that's... It, only, it upscales so much from, like, that point, and the... Once you get like the bug, you and you want to know, you need to know what's going on. Like yeah. it, it, it confuses, and you'll be confused until like the end of the second season, and then you'll still be confused, and then you have to watch it again, and then you'll be like, okay, I think I get it now. Nice. So it's it's one of those ones. There's so much going on. Sweet. Well, everyone, uh, if you are also enjoying all the spookiness, you know, you can go watch Higurashi or. Go check out some of the classic films we mentioned today, and everyone, Chopping Mall. Yeah, everyone enjoy the last remaining days of the 
Halloween season, and we'll see you next time in November. Bye-bye. <laughs>